Monday, there is progress on a ceasefire agreement lasting several weeks between Israel and Hamas. AP correspondent Rika Ann Garcia reports. This includes the release of dozens of hostages held in Gaza, as well as Palestinians imprisoned by Israel. The Israeli chief of staff also spoke about the negotiations in a meeting with IDF commanders. We are also in days of negotiating for the release of the hostages. I can't say what it will lead to. There are those who are dealing with it. We are dealing with combat. Hamas says it has not yet been involved in the latest proposal developed by the United States, Egypt and Qatar. But the reported outline matches what they have previously demanded for an initial truce. I'm Rika Ann Garcia. The U.S. and Britain have struck 18 Houthi targets in Yemen, VOA's Tommy McNeil reports. The strike Saturday answer a recent surge in attacks by the Iran-backed militia group on ships in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. According to U.S. officials, American and British fighter jets hit sites in eight locations. This is the fourth time that the U.S. and British militaries have conducted a combined operation against the Houthi since January 12th. But the U.S. has also been carrying out almost daily strikes to take out Houthi targets. Tommy McNeil, VOA News. The Houthis and Hamas are U.S.-designated terrorist groups. Ukraine's defense minister says half of promised Western military support fails to arrive on time, and he said on Sunday that complicates the task of military planners and ultimately costs the lives of soldiers. He said each delayed aid shipment meant Ukrainian troop losses and underscored Russia's superior military might. This is VOA News. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said on Sunday 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers had been killed since Russia's full-scale invasion two years ago, giving the first official figure for more than a year. Zelensky told a news conference in Kyiv that he could not disclose the number of wounded because it would help Russian military planning. 31,000 Ukrainian troops have been killed in this war, Zelensky said speaking at a press conference in Kyiv. Russia said on Sunday its forces had taken more advantageous positions near Avdivka and Donetsk, and President Vladimir Putin ordered the military to push further into Ukraine after two years of full-scale war. Russia's defense ministry said its troops had pushed back Ukrainian forces in the Donetsk region and taken better positions near Avdivka, which fell to Russia earlier this month. Former U.S. President Donald Trump easily defeated former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley in her home state in the Republican presidential primary on Saturday, extending his winning streak as he marches toward a rematch with Democratic President Joe Biden. Reuters correspondent Diane Tao reports. The former South Carolina governor appeared to have outperformed expectations, with Trump's 20 percentage point margin smaller than opinion polls had earlier projected. My whole goal for running is because you have a majority of Americans who are saying they don't want Donald Trump and they don't want Joe Biden. So as long as you have a majority of Americans saying, please give us a choice, I'm going to continue to fight. I am not going anywhere. Haley continued to insist she would fight on, at least through Super Tuesday in March, when Republicans in 15 states and one U.S. territory will cast ballots. And we're headed to the Super Tuesday states throughout all of next week.
However, Trump has already been campaigning as though he was the official GOP presidential candidate as he focused his attacks on Democratic incumbent Joe Biden. Reuters correspondent Diane Tao. Namibia's late president, Hage Gengab, who died in a hospital on February 4th, weeks after being diagnosed with cancer, was buried on Sunday with thousands of mourners, including 25 heads of state and former presidents in attendance. The burial was on the outskirts of Windhoek following 20 days of mourning. The 82-year-old Gengab, Namibia's two-time prime minister and third president since its independence from minority-ruled South Africa in 1990, had overseen the sparsely populated and mostly arid southern African nation since 2015. I'm Joe Ramsey, VOA News. It's only the voice of America. 